Hi guys, welcome to the Holy Grail podcast. Before we get into today's episode, I'd just like to thank you for tuning in. Your ongoing support is what allows us to keep making and gradually improving our podcast. It would be a huge help if you were able to give us a like and a follow at the Holy Grail podcast on both Facebook and Insta. Click subscribe and maybe even leave a review on Spotify and Apple Music and share an episode with a mate who you think might enjoy having a listen as well. That would be so greatly appreciated. If you keep getting around us, then we can keep getting around you and staying in your ears. It's a bit weird, but it's all right. All right. Thanks, guys. Let's go. The Holy Grail Podcast. Welcome to the Holy Grail podcast, where you come to listen to shit, pub chat, and amateur analysis of your favourite sports from two blokes who played a bit of one's country footy as kids and have a couple of fourth grade cricket premierships under their belts. Parks! Dory! We're face to face. We're I can, back! I can touch We're you. back! I can touch yes. you. <laughs> it's so good to see oh. you. It's been a little while. Been yeah. a little while. It's good, good too. I don't need to hear the rustle of your pocket as your phone <laughs> is just banging as your leg and I can't understand oh, what you're saying. Just going to try and somewhat decipher what you may have said. Yeah. No, nah, it's great to be back face to face. It was a bit of a struggle at times. The old, uh, yeah, look, I'm sure we could have done it with Zoom or like most people would be like, oh, just do it on Zoom. It'll be easy. Well, look, your own Wi-Fi is nothing short of shit. Yeah. So you just couldn't trust the Zoom. So we're on the on the telephone, and then I would record my end. Parks would record his. Put it all together. It was very. It was just a pain in the ass, really. Look, look, so tell you, lucky, lucky, we're both on the big bucks now because phone <laughs> bills were through the roof. <laughs> they were terrible. We had to pay for the unlimited calls. Is there even a plan these days that would be not unlimited? Oh, calls? Surely not. Like, Surely not. I, I feel like like calls are now just like that cheap for all of those yeah. big companies like Telstra and Optus that are just they're just like ha. You can call as many people as you like. Artist. Don't worry about text messages either. Yeah, I'm still a, I'm still a prepaid boy and I've still got yeah. um I'm I'm still yeah unlimited calls limited text. I think remember the old one cent text. Mm. I reckon that was like just that. before or, or maybe it was just as I got my first phone in like year seven or eight or something. My, my first phone when I went yeah. to year seven, when I went off to, to high school. Yeah, same. Aubrey. Same. Um, but yeah, no, on the old HTC, the, the little, it was like super innovative too because it was like a touchscreen but wasn't quite. And it was yeah. one of the yeah. first proper touchscreens apart from the iPhones. That's actually. way ahead of me. I had the old, I had a red Samsung flip phone mm. and I think I got it about fourth hand. I think it was like maybe an uncle's and yeah. then it was Dan Mallon's and then it was 
Emily Mallins, and then maybe Sam Mallins, and then mine. And then yours. So it was just passed down all the cousins <laughs> all the way down. Um, and look, got the job done. And remember, you'd um, like in the boarding house, we had about six songs that were downloaded onto. You know, someone had a few songs that were on the um on their phone. Yeah. And then you could like Bluetooth it to your mate, and so you'd have to sit there. You'd like connect via Bluetooth oh, or something. That's right. Yeah. It was like the old. It was old school AirDrop. AirDrop yeah. And yeah, you just Bluetooth it across. And AirDrop is just glorified Bluetooth shit, isn't it? It's literally. I think it's just Bluetooth with a fancy name. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, it's good to be back. It's uh, good to be back. Good to be back and free. Yes. Tell me about your last weekend, Freedom Day, up in Wollongong. Yeah. Um. <laughs> To be fair, to be fair, I probably preferred lockdown because I'm not as broke. <laughs> I've been out a total of five times since last Monday, and it's, it's good numbers. Yeah, so it's, it's been four, five times out of what nine days? Yeah, ten days. That's pretty good. Pretty good running, I think. That is good going. That so, is good going. Um, and then I came back yesterday, Arvo, and. Got a couple of the boys around, went out to the Grand. Grand Hotel. Was, oh, wasn't it Mate, great to be it's, back? It's heyday Grand. It's like, <laughs> first, it's like first year, just upstairs is packed and pumping. You know what no I loved about it? Yeah. Is that, me. like, I, I think I spoke to you earlier about this, is that Kel and I, we were just like, Kel's a pretty big boy. I'm a fairly big boy. Big boy. We were walking boy. around through um, the Grand, and there's just all these small 18-year-olds, and I'm just, like, walking around with the chest <laughs> out, just like, oh, I am the fucking shit right now. Get out of my road. I went, just beelined it to the front of the line at, at the fucking bar, just, like, moving people out of the road. Just get out of my road. I am. I own this place. I've been here a total of five times in the past three years. I'm I'm literally the king of, of the grand. <laughs> I'm definitely not. <laughs> oh, you're the old, bring back. You're the old intimidating line pusher. Yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> big time. And I love it. It's just like oh, a power trip for me. Yeah, be like, be like a little endorphin yep. rush. I get it. Yeah, so good. Uh, absolutely. And uh, look, it's definitely getting. Um, look, sun's out most of today, and mm. it's just getting that real warm. Yeah, like a bit it, it's heating up it's heating yeah. up it's that little bit sticky yeah which means that summer is it's incoming it is like there's still that enough moisture around that you're like oh it's not quite a full-blown hot summer but you know what you go and lie out in the grass and it's not too bad well it's gonna bad it's nearly beach weather i would argue mm. that this weekend could be my first venture to the beach in a fair while yeah we went for a swim oh last uh, Thursday, I think. Oh no, Monday it was. It was on Monday, Kate and I, and uh, it was it was quite cold, but it was bearable. Mm. You know, you mm. know, you know when it's getting to that stage where you're like, yeah, I wouldn't mind a swim. You get there, you're like, eh, I'm a bit reluctant, and then you get in, you you're get like, it. oh, that no, was worth it. It's worth it. It's always worth it. Now, the reason I bring this up is because obviously. I hope I'm still following it up. It's still sort of in the pipeline, but look, we've still chucked all eggs in the single <laughs> <Pink Patriots laughs> brewery basket. Oh, so look, we'll give, him, we'll give them a plug. We need Mick to get back to us and um, sort us out with those beers. They're incoming. I hope. Yep. Yep. Otherwise, I'm going to be a broke boy if I have to reimburse about three slabs worth of. Um, yeah, we're we're in trouble there, but you know, fingers we do, crossed. We do this for the grailers, so. We uh, we put our hard hard earned money out on the table and say, "Here you go, yeah, engage with us." And so and so, look, we'll we'll keep getting behind the single fins. We'll keep plugging them. So look, yeah, 
Summer's coming. Summer is there coming. There is not a better summer beer than the Single Fin Summer Ales. Not at all. They are 100% up there. And if you haven't got around them yet, they are definitely worth it. They've just bought out another one, the like Pipe Dreams or something, which is... Oh, I tried the Pipe Dreams, yeah. Good? Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> no, 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 it goes well. It's uh, it's a little bit. Di- it's not. I'm always like when I'm going in there, I'm yeah. like thinking Gage Road single fin. You yeah, know? yeah, that's just stock standard. So in my head, I was like, this is gonna be delicious, gonna be fruity, it's a little yeah. bit of a tang. It's a, it's a genuine lager. It's yeah, like Byron Bay. Right it's right. quite similar to Byron okay. Bay. Okay. Um, no, it's it's a nice drinkable beer. It's just not what I was expecting. Yeah, but, but so. we're 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 still single fin boys. We're single fin boys, definitely. Um, yeah, that's that's the product you got to get around. The the old man uh, wanted to ask a question to to the Gage Rose boys. What what makes it a coastal lager? Like so so like why why it's got is, a fucking seagull or something on the front? Doesn't it? <laughs> what is um. What like say let's let's use Carlton Carlton Draft for yeah. instance. Why is that not a coastal beer? That's in Melbourne. It's Carlton's in Melbourne. That's true on the coast. Although shit ocean and shit beaches down there, but yeah. it's still coast. Yeah, it is. It is by definition. But like you think coast, you're thinking like like there are west coast gauge roads of the west coast. Yeah, um, obviously. Yeah, I think it's based That's in Fremantle yeah. or something like that, mm. which is like like that's a genuine like we're. I think when you're like coastal, you're thinking like good surf, like beaches, yep. that kind of stuff. And look, it just so happens that like, I don't know, you think of coastal and it's just like either Fremantle or it's Byron Bay or it's Wollongong yeah. or it's these kind of like... Yeah, you're not wrong there. Yeah, they, I don't know. I don't know, man. But look, good taste in beer. Tastes good. Yeah, good no, for summer. It is, it's, it's great for summer. Get them ice cold in the ice ski and they're ripping, I reckon. I I am... Um, I had to deal with uh, a couple of semi-warm ones that I was just expecting for uh, single fin. So I'm going to give them another crack. I'll come back for a review next week, mm-hmm. and um, I reckon that they're going to be we'll try again. So, on. but yeah, so pipe dreams still a question mark next to it. But the well, there's another one, fin. party wave. I saw that one. Oh, the They've been. I'll see if I can find it on um, on Instagram here mm-hmm. before we get too far away. Gauge roads. It's all right. The, because and my Wi-Fi is not working. Um, the where are we? The party wave. Stone fruit sour. Oh, maybe that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Well, they've got that. That's the pipe dream. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Got, yeah. Yeah. They've got the party wave, which is the stone fruit sour. Yeah, that was. That's a that tall. Was what I too. was thinking. Yeah. Maybe it's stone fruit sour. Look. Might try and might keep my eyes out for that one. I actually, am, I would love to try the um, the party wave. Yeah, and also this one, this one sounds hectic. The Dawn Patrol, which is a breakfast stout. Now, I'm not a massive stout fan, but I know a couple of blokes out that are. Yeah, Jordan Morris. Uh, Jordan Wallace. He is yep. a absolute lover of a, a nitro stout. Yeah, uh, Memesy, Sam Price. They're all. All massive fans of stouts, so mm. I reckon give that one a crack. I reckon a that, breakfast be stout. A breakfast. I that's, wonder what would. That's weird though. Was that? That's weird. It'd have to be some sort of coffee based. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What, what What else do you have in a stout at breakfast time? Oh, bacon, no, yeah. bacon and eggs. <laughs> How do you like your eggs? <laughs> over, over easy or what? Oh. <laughs> over oh. easy in your beer, just 
crack one in. That's yuck. Yeah, no, nah, I yuck. I would I would like to try it. I'm not yep. a massive stout man, but I would like to try it. Yep. So, Gage Rhodes, give us the beers yep. and we can review them and we can get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, when we start to talk summer ales, mm-hmm. we're starting to talk summer beach. That means that the NBA and the cricket is coming, which yep. is great because this period in between the end of footy season mm. and the sort of before anything starts happening in the NBA, cricket is finally coming to a close. Yeah. But before we get there, I've got a bit of a bone to pick with you, Parks. <laughs> now, it's a pretty serious bone to pick, to be honest. Now, I'll give you a chance to rebut at the end. Yeah, that's fair. But I think I need to have this rant first. I need to have yeah. my like my bit of a monologue. Yeah, okay. And then I'll give you a chance at the end. Obviously right. still emotional about a couple of weeks ago. But I am a little bit. <laughs> well, I've had this oh, I've had this build up for a couple of weeks and it's just something I need to address. So um, the first first thing I wanna add is actually a definition from the Oxford dictionary. Alright? <laughs> it's are you familiar with the term a turncoat? Turncoat. Yeah, I am. So, but, but define it for me. Okay, please. so a, a turncoat. I'm liking a sentence. A turncoat <laughs> is a person who deserts one party or cause in order to join an opposing one. So one with very different beliefs, values, views, that sort of thing. So synonyms for a turncoat include traitor, renegade, defector, deserter, betrayer, Judas, and rat. Rat? Yep. Yep, I'm just... This is Oxford Dictionary. This is just... Look, bear with me. So I reckon they might have a typo in there. Now, as our avid listeners will probably remember, I reckon you declared sort of at the end of the NRL season that you were going to pick a new team. Yeah. You yeah, you thought it was probably time. So yep. you've previously like somewhat gone for the Red V, but after the last few years, particularly this one with Barbecue Gate and the like... Yeah. You know, I can think, I think most people can accept that you were sort of like looking to go elsewhere. You were just, you know, things were getting a bit rocky and you were just starting, other things were starting to catch your eye. Now, I thought you might be half a chance of, you know, I might be able to convince you to join the bunnies, but, you know, aligning the NRL teams in the show, nice bit of, you know, symmetry, that kind of thing. But look, you're a grown man. And I thought I could leave you to make your own reasonable adult decisions. I was... Look, how wrong I was. Now, before we get into it, the real kicker. You seem to have been fondly talking of the Panthers all year. Like, you've spoken glowingly of Nathan and Ivan. Mm. And Lua. And look, To'o, we all love. We yeah. To'o is absolute fan favourite of the show. But... I really thought that, you know, this week or like last couple of weeks, you would have went, yeah, I'm going to declare like I'm a Panthers supporter. And I would have been like, hey, look, they're on top. They're on top. A little bit bandwagony, but hey, you might as well enjoy it while they're on top. But then the second we stopped recording our last episode, two weeks ago, you declare to me that you have ordered a Roosters Guernsey <laughs> and... When I appropriate, when I reacted, which what I thought was appropriately, with like, what the fuck? You've said, yeah, mate, I've always loved all the Roosters players. Now, with this, I've fucking absolutely rattled. I've, <laughs> rang up, I've rang up my doctor immediately, booked an appointment for the next day. I go in, next morning, racing, the GP, and I'm like, look, sorry, 
Sorry for the expletives, Doc, but I'm in some serious fucking trouble here. He goes, what are you talking about, mate? What are you talking about? I go, nah, seriously. Seriously, I think... I think I've got dementia. <laughs> he goes, what? You, you're 23. Why would you have dementia? He's all confused. And I'm like, well, Doc, my best mate. So I've, been, I've known him for at least five years. I've done this sports podcast with him for nearly a year, and not once can I ever remember him saying that he likes the Roosters, that, you know, he's even remotely fond of the Roosters or anything like that. But last night, he's telling me that he's ordered a brand new retro Roosters jersey. Now, a whole other thing is people who order retro jerseys that are brand new. That's just like, that. I reckon that's a whole other argument that you can make. Now... Look, I don't know. I just... And then you just start following it up with... You're on the Snapchat group chat and you're dropping things like back-to-back premierships. (laughs) (laughs) You're taking selfies. Back-to-back, baby. Like, mate, you've literally been going for them for 20 minutes. They won back-to-back in 18, 19. Two years before you, like, had any... You'd ever said that you like them. Pricey, on the other hand, he can talk that shit. That's fine. At least he's washed his fucking jerseys. At least they don't still have that, like, plasticky, brand-new smell to them. <laughs> Just, like, one week doesn't count for shit. Filthy turncoat. You done? Done. <laughs> right. Apologies, Grailers. That was, um... <laughs> Extended, uh, and some would say unnecessary, but like we won't go there. Uh, rebuttal time. So I'm gonna start off with. What should I start off with? There's, there's so many arguments here. Um, start off with. Okay, most people will know that I am a an avid Swan supporter in the AFL. Okay, okay, I am a Sydney Swan supporter. Note the word Sydney. Okay, mate, you've been to Sydney like four times in your life. No, 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 note the word, the, the town, the city, Sydney, yeah. in Swan, Sydney Swans, okay? Okay. Uh, now, the team that I now support are the Roosters, the Sydney Roosters. Um, so that, that made sense initially. And I actually spoke to my old man when I went home um, with a permit for those guys that are asking. Uh, and I said... Do you remember if I ever supported a team in the NRL? To which he stated, you supported the Roosters a little bit because you were backing for Sydney in the AFL. You can go and you can, I can doll Russell up right now. And you he'll told me that you it. went for St. George because they're the same colours as Sydney. No, I didn't. I yes, said I did. went for St. George up here because I came to Wollongong. So <laughs> <laughs> the reason I kind of went for St. George, but... Let's be honest, I, I'm never going to go for St. George ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can't even remember any other arguments. You, you had a couple of fair points, but um, the back-to-back was purely the stir you was up. <laughs> I have, that I have shit. no shit. I could not give the slightest <laughs> fuck about that. It's literally the stir you and Pluto up. Yeah, and, you did a good um, job. and I think I did a good job of it because I know that that really grinds your gears <laughs> and I'm going to continue to do it <laughs> until, until you choose uh, to no longer be my mate. <laughs> oh, shit. So up the mighty races. 
Alright. Oh, and just can I mention too, I agree, yeah, buying a brand new <laughs> vintage jersey <laughs> is questionable, but an actual vintage jersey is just as expensive, plus um, one of the new ones is just as expensive, and I'd never wear one of the new ones out anywhere, whereas I use that one, I play golf in it, okay. I can wear it out, and it looks kind of cool. I like the retro uh, jersey of the Roosters. I do like the Panthers one too, but... I, I committed and I'm not turning back. Alright. Fair enough. And, <laughs> and if I went for the Panthers as well, wouldn't I just be as bad as Wax? Because that bloke is a he's a bandwagoner. He's a Richmond supporter and a Golden State Warriors supporter. They are bandwagon city, baby. <laughs> I feel like I haven't been a traitor at all because a turncoat because I was always I never committed to any other team <laughs> apart from St. George uh, who I didn't really commit to alright so Parks Parks I reckon that's one one nil Parks I will say let's move on <laughs> um, well do you want to do hologram mail to start or do you want to do don't come Monday don't come Monday don't come Monday Don't come Monday. Okay. So, I've got it here. Let me just uh, swipe over. So, don't come Monday. First obvious one, and everyone's going to agree with me here. Ben fucking Simmons. <laughs> what is that bloke even doing? Is Surely someone in the Sixers organization has just gone, what if we just ripped his contract up right in front of him? We just brought him into the office. Here, Ben, come on. Come here. And then just tear, just tear the like page by page his contract and then go point towards any exit and tell him to fuck off because I reckon he'd like to play basketball if he's getting paid 40 million dollars a year yeah yeah I I like I would say like everyone's probably been at a club or like been around like in a group of people who they don't really vibe with like they Mm. don't get Mm. along with but if you were getting paid $32 million a year to do your thing with that group in that workplace, yeah. you would have to think that, like, it couldn't be that bad. Like, surely yeah. you're just copping it. And you're like, hey, can I get a transfer? And they're like, hey, nah, sorry. But also, I don't really get from the Sixers' perspective what they're achieving either. Like, I well, feel like it's just bad blood through the whole group. Like, he's obviously a bit of a toxic type person. Yeah. Surely they've had a few offers. Well, yes, I, I think that they have had a few offers. And I think that, you know, the Sixers have probably played this out as poorly as Ben has. I think it, yeah. Um, however, Ben is the individual mm. in a multi-billion dollar organization. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that, you know, you've got to look at it in the sense that, well, the only way that Ben's going to get any sort of value in his trade is by performing on that basketball team. If the Sixers won't allow him to perform on that mm. basketball team, they're not going to get any value for having him for the trade value. Yeah. So they work against each other. So yeah. Ben's going, I'm stuck up prick and I'm just yeah. going to go, nah, fuck this, yeah. I'm not playing. And then the Sixers go, well, if you're not going to put effort in a training and not associate with the team, then you can fuck off and yeah. suspend you. And yeah. they're going to continue doing that. So they're going to continue suspending him. He yeah. won't play, he won't play minutes. This, he won't play minutes for the first 15 games until they work out what to do with them. But I just don't get what that's... That's not gaining the Sixers anything. Like, they would have had a few trades, and maybe 
like I what I don't get is how they can justify not rating him at all mm. but then still wanting a super super high value trade in return for him yeah. like you either rate him and you give him away for peanuts mm. or you rate him you play him you get around him yeah and like and then you try like that to justify that bigger trade anyway just a shit show really it's a shit show and <laughs> I don't want I, don't, I just feel like um, I'm just trying to have a look at this I just saw a, a, a an article pop up and it just states that it like you're just talking about how toxic his attitude is towards mm. a, a team and I suppose from an, an outsiding an outside team's perspective after seeing the amount of like shit that's going on between these guys why would I want that bloke in my organisation right so I'm like yeah he's a great player he's a very elite defensive player he's 6 8 or 9 6 10 I think he's massive Um, plays the point guard and he's a great player but can't shoot in a league that shoots you need to shoot you need to be able to shoot you can't and he refuses to put effort into it yeah um, and oh man, haven't you seen his videos in the off season though, where he hits like three threes in a row? <laughs> How much filming do you reckon that bloke's done for four months to get that one clip? <laughs> It'd be like oh. you shooting in the hub basketball. Hey man, just just like the whole left uh, right foot step to the side and a shoot. If it's not available, still try and shoot. <laughs> nah, mate, I've been I've been working hard. We've put a he's got a netball ring up in the um in our like workshop shed mm. and netball rings like slightly smaller than a basketball Quite a bit smaller, it's, yeah. yeah and so I was practicing on that and I was actually I was going okay not great okay I still wouldn't be able to do it contested but it was it's an improvement oh look nothing does it look like Ben does it look like Ben Simmons doing them <laughs> I've probably done as much work on my basketball on my shoot uh, jump shot as Ben has anyway. I can tell you right now Ben has done zero work on his basketball over the off season because he's just like I'm not playing for the sixes so yep. you can all get stuff um, anyway uh, <laughs> next one Gold Coast, Gold Coast Titans their new emblem is yuck it what looks about like all a, the new emblems I haven't I've, I've seen the Tigers one the West Tigers they literally just had like a tiger and claws mm. and then they just took away the claws and, now and made the tiger like less good yeah and said oh we've got a new emblem and it's like what the Was, who else had one is it the eels did they have one? Uh, I don't think it's the eels I don't know it is it's, it's logo it's the titans it's no the titans yeah and they yeah. announced theirs yesterday yeah the titans one looks like a video you know how the NBA has like the Nets gaming and the Lakers gaming, Warriors gaming. It's like a, a 2K team yeah. associated with the basketball oh, franchise. Is that like the Essendon Bombers ones? And remember yeah. BT was interviewing him? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> what did he call it? A couple like, of gadget type operators. <laughs> or just a couple of specimens or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> he was just tearing roasting it. And, um, oh, poor bastard. But it looks like one of them. It looks like yeah. Gold Coast Titans gaming. Yeah. It's like... yeah. Uh, yeah no. again they've just taken what they had and made it a little bit shitter mm. and it's like look, like make it different yeah yeah and <laughs> like, change I it. actually we'll... think that the Titans have fairly a, a good colour scheme to work with yeah and they can make a fair few like mm. really good looking jerseys but just decide it's like the Storm too the Storm have a jersey that's like it's white but it looks dirty 
Yeah. And, yeah. and I know what they're, they're trying to make it like a storm cloud. Yeah. But like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Just make something that looks good. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. Yeah. I feel like I feel like NRL jerseys have actually taken a real back foot. Probably. Uh, yeah. They just don't really. NBA's ones, uh, there's been a couple of city editions leaked and they look sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. AFL don't really change their jerseys much. Nah, I was They'd just still for like, the Aboriginal round and, and yeah. stuff like that, but they don't really change it up. Not really. Often. They or they'll like release a new Clash jersey, yeah. and they'll wear it like twice in the year, and you won't even notice. Yeah. Like just their white one, it's just exactly what it normally is. But yeah, white. yeah, might have to have a discussion on our favourite. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to update our favourite jerseys. Yes, yes, We've done our worst ones, haven't we? I think so. Worst ones in history. Yeah. yeah. Um, and finally, uh, Deontay Wilder. And, and, and boxing in general. Yeah. Not, not. See you later. <laughs> bang, bang. That was a fucking good fight. That was such a good fight. And uh, Deontay Wilder, you could tell from about the seventh round onwards, he was he was on, like, he was holding on by a couple couple yeah. threads. And uh, just one big hook and he went, yeah. he went, no, no. So, it was, people are calling that like one of the best like heavyweight fights yeah. in a and long it a, time. It was like a trilogy that. fight. Yeah, well, there was uh, there was five or six knockdowns mm. in the fight. It's massive. It's massive. Oh, so. I, I don't know if Wilder does it as well, but with some of those Fury knockdowns, I swear that, like, you get hit. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, obviously, mm. Wild, like, they say Wilder's got one of the best punches ever. I know yeah. fucking nothing about basketball. Uh, yeah. About boxing, <laughs> um, but like some of them, it just looked like he just stayed down just to get a good breather. Yeah, like he just sort of get hit, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that kind of rocked me." He just sort of fumble around a bit, yeah, take three deep breaths on the canvas, and then get himself back up, and was like fine to go. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know that first one that he hit on Fury with a straight right, straight to the front of his yeah. forehead. You can see Fury's body just like fucking tense yeah. up. So uh, you can tell that like he, that he was going down. Then it was like he proper rocked by that. A couple of tough bastards though. Oh Far shit! Out. Yeah, they they hit hard and they're big. Like Deontay Wilder six seven. Yeah, Tyson Fury six nine. Yeah, and weighs in at about one hundred and twenty something kilos. He's massive. Yeah, and then like Wild, even Wilder eight, was eight like, pounds or something like that. Wilder was over hundred this fight too. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, I, it was a pretty I big war. Yeah. Um, Tyson Fury weight. He's 126 kilos, Tyson Fury. Yeah. That's a big man. Yeah, that's a big, big man. Mm. Considering Uh, Deontay Wilder's 108 kilos, Anthony Josh 109, um, he's a big man. What about... To be as athletic as he is. I've only just, like, seen a couple of replays. That really fat Mexican dude who's a heavyweight boxer as well. Have you seen him? um, Andy Ruiz. Yeah. Ruiz. Yeah. yeah. Nothing he's, about it, but he's just like... He's thinned up so much. I'll show, see if I can find a photo of him. Yeah, he... Because he, he boxes with um, uh, Canelo Alvarez. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Both and he's Mexicans, got this... obviously. Yeah, yeah. And he's got this massive... He had got this massive back tattoo the other day. <laughs> and it's genuinely like it covers the whole of his back. <laughs> sickening and you can just see how much he's thinned up it's ridiculous because I saw it was him and Joshua and it was just like this like he was just fat and overweight and Mm. just looked like a big that's him now yeah right he looks a lot better he's a lot better he's thinned up heaps 
Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Far like out. genuinely thinned up. Which is fucking sick for him because he was a big boy. He was a big cubby boy. He was. Anyway, I wonder if he can still still throw him as good. Look at him as a kid. He's <laughs> massive. Anyway, um, <laughs> but the other thing is boxing. Boxing has still got Deontay Wilder as the number one heavyweight contender in the, like, not contender, sorry, the number one heavyweight fighter in the world. Pretty sure he's lost three from three fights fit, arguably, yeah. to Tyson Fury. And well, he's, it was, there was a draw and he's lost two. Yeah, well, it was a draw, yeah. the first one, yeah. and then it was loss-loss yeah. for Deontay, both knockout yeah. losses. And he's still rated the number one. Mm. And the bloke yeah. won't fight anyone else. He's trying to get a fight with Anthony Joshua, which isn't going to happen because yeah. he's going to fight um, Usic again. Okay. But, like, why is he number one? He's been knocked out twice by this bloke. <laughs> you, you just, I like, don't know anything about it, but it doesn't the, seem to make um, any sense, really. Boxing has the biggest, like, it's a bit of an organisation. It's just, politics yeah. is just terrible in it. It's just yeah. fucking you know, like there's always like staging of fights and shit like that. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Anyway, that's don't come Monday. Have that's you got anything else? Well, can I just add tuck one more on? Go for it. The AFL trade period. Mm. Nothing. Any danger of something happening? Nothing. Is there Peter, any Peter danger? Adams? Peter Adams to the Swans. Nice. Six. He <laughs> got dropped from Port. He was literally Port's 21st picked player. Mm. And he got dropped twice throughout the year. Mm. Decent player. We'll mm. be like, I rate him. Yeah. Probably good for us because Jordan we're... Dawson went to Adelaide. But that was always going to happen. Yeah, but also he's like... It didn't happen in trade period. He's like it. He's no, he's a decent player. Yeah, but he's just a good wingman. Um, he won't, he won't do much for. I wouldn't have thought Adelaide, so. I wouldn't have thought. Um, and we picked up a couple um, high draft picks there. One of them, though, one of them was, um, it's like a first round pick, but it's mm. based off where Melbourne finishes next year, which isn't mm. great. Yeah. <laughs> Still first rounder. Still first rounder. Um, and then who else? There was Adam Chera from Frio, who like, oh, yeah. he, I don't know, he'll probably be the Herald Sun will write him up as an absolute superstar. And like, he's decent. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, he's just like, yeah, he's okay. And then I reckon that, but I reckon the only one really worth noting is is it Luke Dunstan? from the Saints. Do you know him? Yep. Yeah. He was sort of in and out of the Saints team for some reason, like on the fringe. Every time he played, he'd get 25 plus touches. Mm. And he's been traded, or he might have been a free agent to Melbourne. Oh, so yeah. that's added to Melbourne's midfield depth, which we've always, already talked about like on and on and on about yep. how good it is. Yeah. He's a quality player. I can put him in the right environment and just Definitely. like shit. You put any half decent midfielder yeah. in there with Oliver Petrarca and Viney. Yeah. I reckon they're gonna find pretty, their way and they're gonna be so, pretty yeah. handy. So yeah. I reckon that's the only one at like that a top team picked up. Like I was yeah. hoping that Port might be able to pick up maybe I know Cornelio's probably past his best, but like maybe you can pick up someone like that or oh, I thought that you might be half a chance for Dawson. Yeah, or Dawson or just like pick up like his Port would just like they were off the pace this year, mm. but if you run the same team back, it's, why is it going to be any different? You did that like pretty much be. the same team in twenty 
20 yeah. and we were just short same team in 2021 we were just short why is it going to be any different in 2022 yeah I don't know. know it's weird uh, George Hewitt to Carlton George Hewitt's not a bad player he's a pretty handy player George yeah. Hewitt he had a ripping year last year yeah um, but yeah they're, I think all, couple, all it's just like but it's just there's something something exciting like yeah. a big name player I yeah. would have loved to have seen Lockie Neal actually go to Freo yeah <laughs> that would have been how weird was that he was like yeah. yeah I want to go to Freo oh nah actually yeah <laughs> sounds like me applying for jobs at the moment <laughs> <laughs> um and then oh. talking of Freo people what about Nat Fife rocking up and Ooh, watching all these Perry yeah the, well I mean in fairness to Nat and Elise Perry, there are there would have been twenty one. Oh wait, yeah, twenty one other cricketers out there that he could have been watching. Yeah, exactly. Just really interesting. All power to him for getting around the WBBL. Oh shit, yeah. Why is Nat Fife in Tassie watching the WBBL? Is he? Has he got a girlfriend? I feel like not that I know of. Yeah. I, I never thought it's like. He seems like a really introverted dude who's just like mm. a bit of a rare unit and sort of loves mm. himself and doesn't loves, loves don't need just surfing by yeah himself doesn't need anyone him. else yeah he loves surfing and driving his big stock truck and that's about that's like what he likes doing with himself yeah maybe loves, maybe, maybe they were chilling, just chilling in his home on his phone with a beanie on yeah no shirt and his brown lower around his neck yeah I would have thought so that's arrogance I would have thought so <laughs> and like maybe he's just gone maybe there's just good waves in Hobart. Know, look, but. look, maybe the Arctic Seas, buddy, <laughs> the swells up and it's full shuckers. Who knows? Who knows? Nah, I, uh, I thought that was pretty red hot. Uh, just worth mentioning. Mm. Um, anything else? Or can nah, we move to cricket? I think we can move to cricket. So, biggest thing that I've picked up over the last couple of weeks since we did our last uh, show, have you seen JL getting around his socials, posting up some rare shit? Did you see this? Oh, look, I you've mentioned it a couple of times. <laughs> I haven't fucking gone out and seeked it because at the moment, anything to do with any cricketer on social media gives me the biggest ick ever. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah go on. Yeah. So, <laughs> look. This will nearly be as long as my first monologue, but I think it's worth noting just because it's like... So, JL's posted this on LinkedIn. He's posted it on Facebook, all this kind of stuff. And I love that JL has Justin Langer and in his bio that just pops up whenever he posts it. Like, it's Justin Langer and then he's got a little description about himself. Head coach, Australian cricket team. <laughs> Nice. Let everyone know know who you are. Pretty sure I know who you are. (laughs) All right. So his quote is, A wise man once said, Don't give them a taste of your own medicine. If they lied, let their medicine be honesty. If they played with your emotions, let your medicine be maturity. If they broke you, let your medicine heal you. If they made you cry, let your medicine make them smile. These remedies of yours may take years of work. But they work and they last. So be patient, stay true to yourself, and remember this it is better for people to value you for who you are, not who you pretend to be. Who are who you are lasts a lifetime. You who you pretend to be changes like the change of seasons. Fuck cannot read. 
<laughs> don't be afraid to be yourself even if it means removing yourself from lives that you want to be in you are no doubt worthy of being valued for who you are so be who you are the wise man says be yourself you are unique you are special be happy be healthy be calm be strong and be yourself and he's posted this up with an accompanying photo of just some random old man just having a dough <laughs> actually no it's a cigar in fairness having a cigar this random old dude with a big well, I actually here. did see the photo because I remember you yeah. sending it to me and what do you take from that what ABC Grandstand just I think summed it up really well ABC Sport on Facebook they just said gee there's a lot to digest in this one <laughs> <laughs> there's heaps going on <laughs> what are you like for a start a wise man once said and then he proceeds, like, that took me four minutes to read. <laughs> if a wise who's man... Who's time for that? Who's, who's quoting that directly? And who is this wise man? And why are you putting that on your Facebook and LinkedIn? You're, you're, I, I think I remember, <laughs> you're the head coach of the Australian, you're Justin Langer, head coach of Australian cricket team. You don't have time to be posting that on the... You literally have an Ashes in six weeks and you've got a World Cup, a T20 World Cup next week. With any danger of just like focusing in on that? I don't think... Or... I'm, I'm guessing that he's probably like, like especially after watching that practice match last night. JL, JL's also skating on thin ice. I oh, mate, he's on the chopping block. Yeah. He's, he's gone... <laughs> They're keeping him around. I don't really know why. There seems to be a real, like, no one, everyone fucking hates him. Yeah, maybe. They're all just, like, he just comes in there and bellows and roars and goes off at, um, who's, who's the young kid from Tassie? Riley Meredith or, no, Nathan Ellis, who played a bit for the Hobart Hurricanes. When they were playing in Bangladesh there a couple of months ago when we lost to Bangladesh, he was making his T20 debut Takes a hat trick on debut, mm. coming off the ground. Guess what JL says to him? Like, you know, he's probably there. He's probably thinking like, oh, yeah, coach is going to fucking get around me. I've just taken a hat trick on debut yeah. for Australia. <laughs> JL comes, as he walks past him, you're never fucking wearing a watch on a cricket field again. <laughs> what? I- <laughs> what? What relevance does that have to a cricket? Like, yes. Yeah, I, look, I I don't wear a watch on a cricket field. Yeah. Not because it's not natural or it's annoying or it could interfere with some part of my yep. my day-to-day job as a cricketer. Yeah. No. It is purely because I don't want to break it. If yes. the ball hits it and smashes... Yes. I've got an Apple watch. If it smashes the screen, then it's fucked. Yep. And I've got to get a new watch. So why would I wear the watch? Hey, Ellis has just gone out there and just went, yeah, look. Well, he always wears one. He always yeah. wears one for Hobart, for Tassie, whoever he's playing for. He always wears it. And it could be as simple as a superstitious thing. Oh, maybe Which, it's, just, it's just comfortable. He just wears it all the time. And you, it's like... Do you tell Smudge to stop fucking shadow batting in his hotel room before a fucking game? Cause full it's, kit. Because it's weird. <laughs> no, you don't. You Shut up, Jake. Oh, he's a flaw. He is. <laughs> One of Australia's greatest ever opening batsmen. Amazing 100%. cricketer. Yeah. Don't need him to be a coach. He's done it. He did a great job. He did he, he did a great job initially and then just kind of just well, brought this different yeah. attitude yeah. in that they weren't used to 
and no one really took to it. Yeah. And he, rather than him going, right, I'm not getting in here. I'm not getting... And he I'm sticking with it. I, <laughs> as he said, be yourself. Yeah. You are unique and you are special. I'm going <laughs> to yourself everyone boys. else is taken. Thanks, <laughs> Dil. He's been listening to a few motivational speeches from Dil Buckley. Oh, far out. Settle down, JL. Might anyway, an interview with Dil. I think maybe it's a masterstroke because he's taken a lot of heat off the fact that Australia are absolutely shit at T20 cricket. Fuck, they suck. Jesus, that was and, embarrassing to watch last night. And they are going to get pumped. They've played... A, oh, who they play? It was India last night. It was India last night, and India had the audacity to, to retire <laughs> Rohit Sharma <laughs> just to give the other boys a go. It was like returning to Milo fucking cricket. It was embarrassing as fuck. Oh, so, what what we was made, the, I think we made 163 or something. Yeah. And India are cruising that much. Like, they got it with three overs to go yeah um, but yeah and fucking four six wickets in the end or something seven wickets no in the end. we only took one wicket and then they were technically two down oh, because Rohit right, retired. retired yeah and then um, on the last last ball of the start he's over he just, oh no Paddy Cummins over mm. he just got sent with this like Oh, high elbow yeah. fucking straight drive straight down the ground for six off Hardik Pandya hard dick hard dick Hard dick. <laughs> Mate, yeah, um, he's, he's actually a hell of a cricketer. And yeah. he's, a, he's a fucking cool dude too. How many how many like of the the T Indian T twenty team yeah. have tattoos? Not many. I would say Virat, Hardik. And Rohit Sharma has one, I think. Did he? Yeah. And then there's a couple of like fringe there's sort of like new age boys coming through now, mm. like who have been killing it in the IPL and just like there's Ish- Ishan Kishan who no one would have heard of but mm. he's like the backup keeper sort yeah. of thing and Virat um, Kohli's like god and he's got tattoos absolutely so absolutely getting tattoos but Virat. yeah yeah no they're pretty cool operators um and also I reckon we've talked about oh we've talked about like the Indian the great cricketer boys talk about the Asian yeah. century like yeah India is here to stay and they're going to dominate for ever to come yeah I actually was watching a bit of the IPL and let me tell you, India have got, like, India could make three teams. Their thirds team would beat Australia. I reckon would beat Australia right now at T20 cricket. <laughs> yeah. Like, they are so far ahead. Um, and there's just these blokes that pop up out of nowhere. Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden they're opening the batting. Um, and yeah. So, and they're just making like 600 runs in the tournament and absolutely yeah. killing it. Yeah. And can't even get a look in, in the squad. Uh, I think it's Gaikwad or someone absolutely killed it um, for Chennai Super Kings, the whole thing. They ended up winning it, and he was the leading run scorer. No, doesn't get a look in. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, they're good. They're good. Yeah. Um, and what about, just quickly too, on that, uh, the practice match between England and New Zealand last night? Yeah. We flicked on and watched the last couple. And England, England won England comfortably, comfortably they? Yeah. Um, Got New Zealand all out. Yeah. Um, New Zealand were nine down. I think Sodi was on like, he was on like 30s. I can't remember. He was, we got tail, tail was lagging yeah. heaps. It was just yeah. like just sitting there. And um, and I think Chris Jordan yeah. may have took the last wicket. Yeah. He has an awful bowling action. Yeah. Like yeah. just the way he runs in, he runs it in is, like he's it got, is really weird. Like he's trying to hang onto a shit. Yeah, it's does. just like quick, get there. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> but every single ball, <laughs> yeah, yeah, can bowl. Bloke can bowl. Nah, um, England will be very good too. England, yep. 
I think England and India are the uh, they're the standouts. I think West Indies will go well. Yeah. And I think for Australia to do anything in this T20 World Cup, Maxwell needs to be the man. So mm. you know how we've always like like Australia's always saved Maxwell as like the finisher. So yeah. like you don't want to get him in too early, and you yeah. don't want to. Doesn't matter. I think Maxwell has to be listed at four. Yeah, I reckon. I honestly reckon Steve Smith. He made a few runs last night. He, he'll get picked, but I think either Smith or Warner could be our saviour. About lower down the order. Yeah, but he just doesn't score quick enough. Anyway, yeah. long story short, normally, like traditionally, they've gone Finch Warner and then. Smith at three, and then like Marsh at four. I think it'll be Marsh. Marsh will bat, bat three. Yeah, and then I think Glenn Maxwell has to bat four. Has to. Which just because he is literally the only player who's absolutely killed in the IPL as we talked about last time. Yeah, and he yeah he's just really good. <laughs> um, he is just like literally the only good T Twenty player, and mm. then I think I think Stoinis probably plays. I'm not the biggest Stoinis fan, but. I think he'll probably play. You gotta, you've gotta factor in the fact that even though his bowling's questionable at times, and he's he's coming back from a hamstring, so he hasn't bowled much either. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Jl just just fucking pick the people who yeah. might get injured. And literally, the only other Australian who did anything in the IPL was Josh Hazelwood, mm. and Hazelwood's. I get the, I've got a gut feeling that they'll go Stark Cummins mm. and then Hazelwood may miss out because I reckon they'll go Agar and Zampa yep. and they might just rely on like Marsh and Maxwell to pick up those other overs. Yeah. I, yeah, anyway, I think like, Hazelwood would be very stiff. I think he should play, but yeah, anyway, we're coming in with no form. They've never really played together as a good solid team and I think they've lost. Well, they lost against Bangladesh, and then before that, they lost against the West Indies. Absolutely pumped them. Yeah. And so, anyway, looking forward to sitting down and watching them get absolutely pumped over the next couple yeah. of weeks. It'll be good. Their yeah. first match is against um, South Africa, and I reckon Arnrich Norkia, who bowls absolute wheels, <laughs> um, he will knock Dave Warner over in the first over. And I reckon we'll lose to South Africa, who have been given absolutely no chance. <laughs> All right. Uh, ashes, ashes are coming. England are coming, Parks. England are coming? I'm pretty sure they're yeah, coming. Yeah, no. Like, you're, like, you're like Dan Grange. You, you report <laughs> stuff that you just skepticize. <laughs> How many conflicting articles have you heard to suggest I've tried that to read, they're coming? I've tried to read everything, and it's just not really And it's working, working out 70-30. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're coming. coming. They're coming. So, um, they've picked a squad right. to come out. Yeah. Um, but... Mike Atherton, who's former England ca- uh, England captain, described it as uninspiring, which I think is pretty fair. Like, there's just there's nothing. Like, if you, you just have a look at the squad, I've gone through it already. There's just no one there that like is arousing or titillating, and just like nothing much to get excited about. Like, don't get me wrong, couple of really good looking roosters in there. Chris Wokes. Very appealing on the eye, yeah. but averages about 100 with the ball outside of England. 
Um, Darwood Milan has like 40 year old, like sort of got the beard. He's sort of like a sexy 40 year old. Bachelor, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or even like could feature in a few Hollywood movies. Yeah. <laughs> Again, got a good vibe about him. Yeah. Doesn't, like, you know, he's only been in the squad a couple of weeks. Mark Wood, Mark he's Wood. a bit similar. Yeah. He's a bit yeah, similar. Quite, quite strong. Yeah, man. yeah. Good features, yeah. but he only really plays like one in five tests. Yeah. So, And then Stuart Broad, obviously, is like the most most punchable face. Yeah, if yeah. you anyone but yeah. an English Englishman. Yeah. So, And look, we know Jimmy Anderson. Jimmy Anderson's an amazing bowler. Yeah. However, doesn't take wickets in Australia. No. Nah. It went as soon as it doesn't swing is no good. So, but yes, we've just rambled on for ten minutes about how shit Australia is. So, let's ramble on for ten more about how shit England are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, no, they're just there's no alpha energy. There's no X factor. Like we, we've talked about with no Joffre and Stokes. I don't think he's coming. Although he did put out a video of someone underarming a few balls to him, and he was he hit like one decent cover drive. Oh, Matt's literally underarming them Baby to him, steps. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got no pads or anything on. And then one of them hits him in the leg, and he just starts spraying the dude. On the <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen this. So he's tried to um, he's tried to like set up this Instagram video of like you know. Like just hinting that he might make a big comeback for the Ashes, <laughs> and he hit one decent drive, and then sprayed old mate for hitting him on the leg, and then sprayed him again because he bowled a really shit, like threw a really shit wide one. So, look, you got to love a bit of you love a bit of Ben Stokes in your life, but oh, always. I think he'll struggle. Um, so essentially, they've just stacked the side with boring, clean cut, short back and side type operators. Plus Jack Leach. Plus Jack Leach, who has no hair. Is, and, and, and does, and does not look like a sodding tic-tac. <laughs> He's one of the ugliest dudes getting around. Hey? I do not look like a sodding tic-tac. <laughs> he is a terrible looking bloke. Um, and also, like, Haseba Mead, who's played a couple of games, and mm. Rory Burns. They've they've really tried... Like, they've made a real effort to grow the salad out. Yeah. And, like... You know, Rory Burns has just got it to the point where he sort of puts it in a tiny little man bun that yeah. kind of looks like about that big, like just sort of an inch sort of sticking out of it. No. It's pretty ordinary, um, but they still just look like their accountants who are going through a quarter or midlife crisis, mm-hmm. and like they're, the, they're like the trying to be, they're trying to like play it off as like they're in a cool, hip, wild kind of phase. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're still boring accountants. So. Yep. That's yeah, my the analysis kind, the kind of, of the, England, the England squad. The kind of bloke that comes down to the bar to have a couple of schooners with the boys but drinks light beer. Yeah. yeah. Could, I, could you please get loving, the light beer out of the bottle, pour it in a schooner glass for yes, me, and then I look yes. like a man. He's loving his hard <laughs> lights. <laughs> the fucking terrible beer. The point, point oh, point oh five, the point oh. oh fours or something. The Hunt Ultralights, that's just fucking lolly water, basically. They're yeah, not very But oh, beer-flavoured. Wait, no, I don't know. There's I like thought the, the Ultralights, I thought they weren't actually that light of beer. I thought they were just like really light on calories or like... Oh, there's like an... Oh, there's, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there maybe I'm getting mixed ultra up. Light, oh, or like no. super light or oh, something like that. No, I'm it's, thinking like Han Ultra. Yeah, that's the ultra crisp. That's like yes, that's rice. The that's, that's the rice a, beer. Yeah, yeah. Rice okay. beer, which is so there's one under the harm light with the green. Yeah, light. I think there's a. I think it's like the. It's like an orange label. 
I actually, it's like the super dry. Yeah, and there's like right. the super dry three point five, yeah. which is the yeah. orange label. And then there's one under that, I think, and it's like genuine. It's like point oh eight of a standard. I actually saw disgusting. I actually saw something really disgusting. So it was just a random photo from the two thousand three Penrith Panthers Mad Monday. Oh yeah, I did see this. And old mates there drinking a Han Han light. Yeah, with blood pissing out of his fucking mouth. It's like, mate, come on, you've you just won the flag. Yeah. Get yourself a heavy. Or get yourself a mid-strength at least, brother. Get, get yourself a rum can. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? This monstrosity of a hundred. Oh. Anyway. Um, and I think no one really emphasizes that that kind of persona better than Stuart Broad. Yeah. He's such Stuart a Stuart Broad. Stuart Broad would drink Han Lights. Yeah. No, Stuart Broad would... Would bring veggie juice to the pub. <laughs> he'd bring it out. He'd have the blender set up and everything. He'd just oh. fucking start blending some celery oh. and stuff together. Yeah, just just to annoy, just to make him even more punchable. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think agree. he actually like to his credit. I think he's taken to the whole punch me in the face mm. type. Oh, absolutely, he's got around it. Yeah. He's he's really frothing that stereotype. Which you know you can you can get around it until that stops becoming fun and then. It just seems like you're more of a wanker than before. Oh, I know, I know. Um, the WBBL's kicked off. Well, the yeah. Aussie women sealed their series over. They won the series mm. against India, so that was good. Um, and I've actually, like, even for someone who hasn't watched any of the WBBL, you probably have stumbled across some of the fielding highlights. Have you seen a yes. couple of them? Yes, There's actually been some fucking very impressive catching. There's like elite yeah. fielding in the Like... Genuinely, like I remember, we watch. We always comment on this, like yeah. how bad the um, the Indians, the Pakistanis yeah. are yeah. fielding. Yeah, right. these girls are miles above, literally all of them. Yeah, they're like just genuinely. We like we have some absolute superstar fielding. And there have been some fielding. absolute screamers. Like there's been oh, there was one. I the name of the girl escapes me. I how wasn't it? Didn't actually know her. Um, before she took this catch but on the boundary reaches right back clunks at one hand and like windmills it around and because she's fallen over just flicks it up takes one step back catches it mm. and then just puts her hand up yeah that's good underarms yeah. the ball back such an understated it was and then there's been a couple of like one hand ones um, I think it's Alana King from the Scorchers took an absolute screamer of a court involved yeah. like so I just pumped it back at her. Yeah. And she's just sort of like falling away and just like stuck it. Yeah, anyway. Well, it's, re- been, it's been really impressive. Well, I love I love seeing the catches. What I want to see more of though is fucking getting around it. Like, yeah, like you just said, she kind of just like put yeah. her hand up. Yeah. You throw Glenn Maxwell yeah. into that. He yeah. goes fucking nuts. Yeah. Imagine Davey Warner. Davey Warner. <laughs> Davey Warner <laughs> doing his big jump in the air. He'd run off the ground, <laughs> grab, his, grab his helmet, and just do this big fucking Toyota. You got the feeling. <laughs> Pump. So um, oh. I'd like to see a little bit more emphasis in it. Yeah. You know? you know what? I'd actually love to see a Davey Warner jump just for anything. I'd love to see him do something. Because mm, it's been a other, long something time. Something other than TikToks. It's been a long time since it's produced anything other than shit TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just quickly talk about that. Why Why can't any cricketer just do their cricket job? <laughs> Even Robert Sharma's the other day yeah. where he's like dancing with his Indian kit and he lays it on the bed <laughs> and jumps onto it and he's all of a sudden in his kit and he's just doing the big thumbs up, <laughs> double thumbs up. <laughs> and then, and then oh. doing like patting his chest like... 
yeah. like that. And I'm just yeah. like, come on, Rowan, you're better than that. Oh, and I really thought he would be. But look, at the end of the day, they're just trying to grow a brand. And mm. the Indians, like Indians must just love Instagram and yeah. TikTok, like Instagram reels and TikToks. Yeah. Because I'm like, I looked at that. I think I sent it to you. Yeah. And I might as well get it up rather than guess. Well, this is the funny thing. It's like, I've gone in there to see the, your comment. Guess what the next comment down was? What? Davey Warner saying, stop stealing my TikTok ideas. <laughs> stop it, Dave. Oh. You guys aren't meant to be friends. Regardless it's of who the IP Guess how many likes? 20, no, it'd be 200,000 or something. It'd be heaps. 2 million. Fuck. <laughs> 2 million for producing that shit. We're just watching the double thumbs up. Oh, look at me go, my lord. Oh, might have to change my profile picture. I mean, that. I mean, I think in fairness to some of them, like they've spent a fair bit of time in hotel quarantine. Oh, it's probably just them and their missus. Like, they're like, far out. So bored. Anyway. Yeah, there'll mm. probably be a lot of um, Indian cricketers having kids in, just a lot of cricketers in general, having yeah. kids in about nine months' time, I reckon. Paddy Cummins. Paddy Cummins had a kid. He did. Yes. When he wasn't in, he was in quarantine, wasn't he? he was no, in no, he had the kid, he had the baby just, just like, before. I think he was probably home with it for like a week, mm. and then he's gone off to the UAE for the World Cup, so... <laughs> Look, it's good someone's time. Got to, someone's got to pay the bills. Good time. Oh, I know, I know. No. But I tell you what, missed out on half of his uh, KKR contract in the IPL, yeah, which yeah. was worth like three and a half million or something. Yeah, stupid. Probably, so, did, probably didn't need to get anyway, the IAE. Congrats to him. Yeah. Um, real quick one the Redcliffe Dolphins have been announced as the 17th team, and Wayne yes. Bennett is yes. going to be their coach. I think he's yes. been confirmed. They've been talking yeah. about that for ages. Yeah. Um, I just had it in my run sheet. I don't have much more to say about that. Well, Thoughts on the Dolphins? I saw, don't know about Dolphins. Yeah. But I don't mind it. It's not that different to like a swan. Like a swan's not exactly the most intimidating type animal. Yeah, but neither is a rabbit. I know. <laughs> so it's not too bad. Port Adelaide, yeah, Port Adelaide, I get that. <laughs> um, power. The power. We're the power. <laughs> um, this is where it is. Oh, Dolphins boss fires back at $10 million bullshit as Bennett Presser hijacked by name controversy. So, I did not see this. The NRL newcomers, the Dolphins, have rejected claims that they've misled Morton Bay in their controversial decision, decision to have just one name. So, yeah. the expansion side's bid received $10 million in funding from Morton Bay Regional Council, who claimed they were working under the impression they'd be included in the name. Yeah, so they thought it was going to be like... So they said that they didn't want it to be Redcliffe because Redcliffe is just like a tiny little suburb yeah. in North Brisbane. Yeah, that's where that's where my, my nana's from. Yeah, so, right, yeah. right. And so I think they were going to go like they're going to be the Morton Bay, which is essentially just North Brisbane. Yeah. They were going to be the Morton Bay Dolphins. Yeah. And now I think they've said like, nah, we might just be the Dolphins or we're going to be like the North Queen, North Brisbane Dolphins or like... Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Two Dave could put out a thing. They just nailed it. They always do. Um, but it was... I'll get it up. Well, what... Are they going to just be another fucking Gold Coast Suns? Probably. Like, like, where they're just shit for so long until they really pick up a few stars. I mean, Wayne Bennett, good, great, great coach. But, like, is he that good that he's just going to fucking pull him out of the slump? Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know. It's uh, so here it is. Um, the NRL finally settles on a region for expansion club, calling them the area between Brizzy and Mackay Dolphins. <laughs> uh, so there's that. So not quite North Queensland. Not quite North Queensland. But then they can't be Brisbane or Gold Coast, so they got to go north. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Sunny um, coast. Sunny coast. Where? Are they? I don't know. Is that? I don't even know where the Sunny Coast is. I've never been to Brisbane. Never been. Oh no. Sunny coast, coast is. Sunny coast is just north of Brisbane. I mean, Gold Coast is just south of Brisbane. Yeah, I think. <laughs> okay. I'll be the way around. Anyway, <laughs> that's fucking Queensland. They can have their shit prayer and that, their fucking yeah. <laughs> their COVID laws. And that's and that's all I want to say about that. Yes. Um, NBA. Gloss over for what happened well, over the last yeah, two you days. Can, you can get that stuff up. So uh, let's go back to yesterday. Yesterday was the opening night of the 75th NBA season. Yep. Uh, between two games, between the Bucks and the Nets and the Lakers and the Warriors. Uh, the Bucks got it done comfortably in the end. Uh, no, surprisingly, no Sage was burnt, uh, no Kyrie. <laughs> Um, and Your I don't boy. believe Kevin Durant played. Oh, really? No, he did play. He huh. played. He had 32 points. He did yep. play. <laughs> he was there. Yeah. <laughs> um, he had 32 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. So, yeah, the Bucks got it done pretty comfortably. Giannis had a 32-point double-double uh, as well. 32 points, 7 assists, 14 rebounds. He exploded in the first quarter, and I'm fairly sure he actually shot fairly well from the free throw line. Oh, there yeah. you go. Like 80%. I was playing I was playing with him on 2K and I was hitting most of my uh, free throws. So that's yeah, that. But that's, that's <laughs> let's just be honest. In, that was on Rookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where they, the green window is like fucking yes, two know. seconds large. Um, but yeah, the Bucks actually got it done fairly easily. I didn't watch this game. I actually was completely oblivious to the fact that this was the start of the NBA season, seeing as though it was only like two days before that the preseason was still going. So, mm, which, yeah. which, if anyone knows anything about uh, NBA off-season and preseason, it, preseason is genuinely the biggest waste of oxygen. Yeah. It, it's just like, hey, we've got an 82-game season. It's not long enough. <laughs> Let's just add it and let's, make sure all of those warm-up games beforehand. As and we'll, we'll make sure that all of the plebs that don't get minutes in actual games get some minutes, because otherwise there's no point having them on the roster. Um, and then the Lakers v the Warriors, uh, three sixty made its debut, so three six and zero. Westbrook, uh, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James. Yeah, uh, they made their debut. Uh, Westbrook came in four from thirteen from the field. Mm. Four turnovers. Pretty mm. great game. Mm. Uh, LeBron's already got his head on the chopping block. Come on, mate. Time to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Played two games and he's out of here. See you later. Oh, I think he. I think he's had uh, the most turnovers for the whole of the preseason out of anyone. Yep. Um, and he started off the year in the same 
fine nice. fashion. So nice. That was cool. That's so good. yeah, the Warriors got that one done. Uh, Steph Curry had a he had a thirty point triple double. I'll just have a have a look here. Yeah, he did. 20, 21 point yeah. triple double. He had ten rebounds, ten assists, twenty one points, uh, and came off after the game and said, "Ah, oh, no, I played like shit. Like it, I should have played like way better." Um, and uh, Russell Westbrook came back mm. and he goes. Yeah, I had eight points, four assists, uh, five rebounds. Thought I had a pretty solid game. I think that I'll work into the team a bit more. Dude, you fucking suck. You so you're so bad. You're literally like you're not worth. Oh, you're not even worth you're a veteran. Harsh, you're harsh. He's not even man. worth a veteran contract. Boogie Cousins is more value than him. Anyway, um, one to look out for, which a couple of people have noted. Um, these two games, I reckon, have. Both the sixth man of the year mm. and uh, the most uh, the most improved player of the year. So I'm going Jordan Poole as uh, from the Warriors, who's going to win the most improved. I see playing uh, playing shooting guard at the moment until Clay Thompson returns. Yep, um, he uh, is like just on fire at the moment uh, and just out of nowhere because I've never heard of him until then. Okay, uh, okay. and. Um, Sixth man of the year is from the Brooklyn Nets, our boy, Paddy Mills. He's going to win Paddy. sixth man of the year. He yeah. just cooked in that first um, in that first game. Yeah. So it was good to see him. It just depends on how long uh, Kyrie decides to go, I'm not getting vaccinated because I feel like Joe Harris might be getting the sack soon. Mm, so Paddy's going to find it hard to win sixth man if he. Well, you've got to play more games... Coming off the bench, then starting. starting. So, so you Kyrie half, keeps, half. if Kyrie keeps saging and saying, nah, don't want that vax, mm. Paddy's going to struggle because mm. Paddy's just going to be there. He's just going to be turning it on. He came off the show. bench. He came off the bench uh, yesterday, oh, but okay. um, Joe Harris has a real knack for get, just like turning it on for a yep. couple games and then just fucking. Right, oh, boys, I've done my part for three games. I'm going to go missing for 15. Yeah, fair. So fair. that's what he does. Ah, uh, So that's your most improved was Paul. Yep. And um, rookie at six man of the year. Yep. Will be um, Paddy Mills. Okay, okay. I'm going to back you with Paddy on the six yep. man. Yep. Um, my most improved will be... Um, I don't really know anyone... Is that Bridges? Is Bridges from Phoenix? From Phoenix, yeah. Mikel or something? Yeah. Yeah. He's been... He started today, I think. Okay. I'll have a look. No, he's going to be my most improved. Most improved. Yep. Um, and then Rookie of the Year is going to be Josh Giddy, the young Australian. Yeah, I'm all about that. Good raps on him, apparently. We're going to get right around Josh Giddy. Yep. Um, it's pretty hard to get around OKC, but we're going to try our best. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um, so good to see him. There's big. I saw him. Well, I mean, whenever there's an Australian who does remotely okay in the NBA, like Fox Sports, just loses their shit about it. Yeah. But uh, there was someone was describing him as, or was calling him the Wizard of Oz or something. Um, and he just seems to. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just read it. <laughs> That's fucking odd. <laughs> it is weird, actually. Who the fuck thought of that? <laughs> Um and yeah, so he'll get rookie of the year. Yep, I reckon Giannis will be 
player of the year, or what is it? MVP. MVP, that's the one. Most valuable player. Yeah, I'm going to go real left field and say Giannis is going to win it. What about you? Um, yep, yeah, so I'm going to go my rookie of the year. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go Josh Giddy. Yeah. Um, Jalen Green will be out there, but Josh Giddy is my pick. Um, and then I'm going to go with Luca, Luca Bay. Luca. Luca Magic. Yep. MVP. And uh, then I'm going to go Rudy Gobert, Defensive Player of the Year. And Oh, yeah. Um, oh, who's going to win the championship? Um, fuck, i tell you what. Don't sleep on the Warriors once they get yeah. Clay back. But, That's a big in. But, but I'm going to go with Brooklyn. I think they're going to mesh really well. You reckon? Well. Yeah. I disagree. I reckon Bucks will do it again. Yeah. Yeah? I don't really like Giannis, eh? Yeah, no, I do. I do. He seems like a nice guy. Seems like he'd be a good schooner. I think that he just... He um, he just... He's a bit scary. Everyone... I think a lot of people just fucking like have him as this god. Yeah. And I just think... Yeah, he's good. Yeah. But like... Is he that good? Man can't man's, know, man. man's a glorified Ben Simmons Interesting Hot take nah. He's a glorified Ben Simmons But with a bad attitude mm. Alrighty Yeah anyway. uh, Is that all of it? So I've got champs My champs are Bucks yep. Yours are Golden State Player of the year Nets Mine's Nets Oh Nets Sorry sorry Yeah Player of the year, you've got Luca. I've got Giannis. Yep. Rookie of the year, we both got Giddy. Most improved, I have Bridges, and you've got some other dude, Paul. Paul. And six men, we've both got Patty. Yeah. Cool. I think that's it. All right, awesome. One last thing. Uh, double hat trick from our boys in green. Oh, yeah. In the cricket. Just forgot to add this one in, but uh, obviously all the minnows, all the cricket minnows are playing. Um, they're sort of starting off the world. T20 Cup to get into the... I don't know. It's all complicated. Don't worry. Yeah. But this dude from Ireland, Curtis Campher, who is actually their number four or five bat, I realised. Yeah. He'd taken like three international wickets before and was saying he, he was feeling terrible with his bowl and could hardly hit the pitch. Rolls out, takes a double hat trick. Four wickets in four balls. So, shout out to Curtis. Um, and... I'm hoping my boys in green, the Irish, they can uh, get in, um, get into the tournament Surely. proper, Surely. and then I reckon, I reckon they can take a scalp. I reckon they can probably Australia. They'll probably they, beat they Australia. It's just their kids are so aesthetically. Clean. It is. It's so, it's so green. It's so, green. It's so <laughs> thorough. And it's so green, and yeah. I love it. Yeah. And even their warm up kits are even brighter too. They're, yeah. They're nice. Yeah. Quite nice to look at. Um, we nearly bought. Remember we nearly bought an Irish kit there? Well, Remember we were, when we were at Balgani? Yeah, yeah, we were blind we're watching the... It was that Lord's oh, Test match yeah, where they knocked um, England over for like 70 or something. Yeah, and we're watching it live. Tim Murtagh, the yeah. 37-year-old bowled 115k nibblers. <laughs> <laughs> just just ripped the, through get the palms. Oh, corners. he was oh. unreal. It was actually um, great to watch. And I actually, like, we were both looking and we were going to order one. It didn't mm. end up happening, but hey, look. If the boys Turn, can, turns out it's pretty hard to get Irish cream. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> really hard, actually. But I don't know why. Luckily, because... <laughs> Luckily, because it was fucking expensive freight from Ireland. <laughs> Travel I mean, half around the way around the world just to get to these fucking Aussie blokes in Balgani. That's 
So it just got pierced one night. Oh, glad we didn't do that. <laughs> anyway. Um, I reckon you got anything else or is that a good note to finish up on we got Holy Ground Mail oh we do it. have Holy Ground Mail so let's uh, let's do that let's so I started it. so I'll just bring up the story and the the uh, questioning query yeah uh, Bailey Adams a good good friend of ours has sent in uh, he actually mentioned this in a story so shout out to, to Patches yeah. he's gone Holy Grail quality question leading in the summer of cricket and he's got a what can I, I can I can only assume is a super dry yeah cap yeah which has your dream Aussie cricket eleven discuss mm. now we thought this was a little broad yeah so we've narrowed it down to the T twenty yeah so we're gonna go our dream uh, t- Aussie T twenty cricket eleven yeah I'll start us off yeah the most obvious choice Adam Gilchrist Adam Gilchrist absolutely as the opener wicketkeeper yeah and then the next one. I reckon you'd have to toss up like Davey Warner. I reckon it's Dave Warner or Matt Hayden. I've and got Matty Hayden. You've got Matty Hayden. Yeah. Because like, I, I can operate with Davey Warner down the order a bit. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Possibly. Okay. Because okay. if, if we're talking about T20 specifically, yeah. let's throw back to st- like the original David Warner that was just this powerhouse. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter where. He's like a Glenn Maxwell just yeah. the show. Just yeah. didn't matter where you put him. Yeah, he could he could play. It. He did. He was the opener. I'm I'm going to stick with Warner. I reckon we'll right. Yeah. yeah. So we got Gilchrist Warner. Gilchrist number three. Warner. Yep. Who do you reckon? Number three. I didn't get this far. Oh, okay. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> I was still busy thinking about the openers. Um, number three. Shit, Smith would be up there, wouldn't he? He's punter hard to go past. He's like our greatest batsman ever. How, did, how would the Don have gone at um, T20 cricket? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't get out. <laughs> um, shit. Can't get out if you hit it along the floor. Uh, so we've got Gilly. We've got Warner. Warner. Yeah, no. Nah, punter. Punter? punter. I reckon punter at number three. Just such a fucking alpha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, punter. Then who... Maxwell? I reckon Maxwell. I reckon will you just go huge through the middle. Yeah. Just huge hitting power. So I reckon Maxwell. Yeah. I want to throw up... I've got a couple in mind. I'm thinking Andrew Simons. I was tossing him up opening until I went, oh, Matty Hayden. Yeah. So I I, I like Simons. I reckon Simons. And then underrated um, T20 player, Mike Hussey. Mike Hussey, yeah. Mike Hussey was a really good finisher. Yeah. They're sort of like in his like in his heyday, he, like when he was sort of coming to the end of his test career, yep. he sort of picked up that T20 spot and went real well for a fair yep. while. Yeah, definitely agree with that. Um, hmm. What are we up to? I think we're looking at yes. our number seven. So you can go, so like you want to go a little, little rounder an type. All-rounder. Do you go Shane Watson? Oh, absolutely! You go Shane. Yeah, Shane Watson should have been at number three. Shane Watson should have been at number three. Yeah, yeah, I like Shane Watson at number three. Watson is our most underrated T Twenty player. Our most underrated short form player. Short form player. Ever. I like that you've put short form yeah. in because yeah. he's a very good one day player. Yeah. Um, just don't put his. Don't plant the foot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll don't, review that. Don't plant the foot and. 
fucking get a little bit of like put some magnets on him so he can't just, you can't do this can't do that movement um right so punter out punters punters out or we could or have watched him at down. seven or actually let's go let's keep punter at three yeah I and like, then Watson I like at Watson four at, Watson I like Watson at seven I don't mind okay, okay. big hitter yep alright put Max you want Maxwell firing early yep yeah, and like worst case scenario, we can move yeah. those boys. Yeah, I like time. it. I like so it. So we've now got two all rounders in there. Yeah, we've got a keeper. We've got three designated bats. Yep. I reckon we need. I reckon we need another. Hmm. What are we uh, eight? I reckon we need. Nah, we need to go bowlers now. Yeah, bowlers. Paddy Cummins. Cummins for a T twenty. Reckon. Ken Bat. Hmm. Oh no. Nah. I'm thinking Mitch Stark. Yeah. Starkey. Starkey, yeah. yeah. I reckon Prime Starkey's Starkey's Prime Starkey was, like, those Yorkers that he... Like, that Yorker he bowled to Brendan McCallum. I know it was mm. the one-day World Cup final. Mm. But, like, when in his prime, he could just nail them yeah. time and time again. Um, I would have to think... I know he never played, but you'd have to think Warney would be pretty handy at T20. You'd have to think so. Can hold a bat, can hold a stick. Um, Any other spinners come to mind for you? Not particularly. No. Nathan Horitz? We need a little bit of rare stuff. Adam Zampa, throw him in there. <laughs> Zorba could be. Nah. I, uh, nah, I don't mind. We, need, we do need a spinner. We've got an offer yep. in, in Maxwell, but yep. we do need a spinner. And I think that leg spin's just... Yeah. Can, so it can then probably, probably two... Two uh, quicks to come. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna miss ten. Go to eleven. Yep. It's got to be the wild thing. It's got to be Sean Tate. Sean Tate. Yep. Okay. Just okay. pure, pure intimidation. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like it. Fuck, Tatey used to. Tatey would even take months. heaps of wickets or just get fucking pumped sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Okay, I'll throw this in then. You you pick him between Brett Lee and Sean Tate. Oh yeah, Brett Lee was pretty good. Brett Lee, yeah, and could hold the bat as well a little bit. I reckon we got to go Binger, surely. Yeah, we'll take we'll take him out. I'll which, take the wild thing out. Which Sorry, leaves one? Nah, I like the shout. I like the shout. Which leaves? I'm pretty sure one spot. Yeah. Now, have you got any other quicks that are coming to mind that you want to throw out off the top of your? I'll dome? throw out. I'll throw out Mitchell Johnson. Mitchell Johnson. Yep. You've already got a left what arm about, in there. What about this one? Yep. Nathan Bracken. I, I only oh. all I can think of is bloody those cricket clinics. Yeah. <laughs> Sean like, Brown's cricket coaching. Sean Brown's cricket coaching is just featuring fucking Nathan Bracken, Merv Hughes, <laughs> <laughs> the whole cast, and then you get there and none of them rock up. <laughs> all of them had something on. Yeah, I remember I got like Steve Rickson, who is actually like he's gone on to be a very successful coach, but like. I was like, who the fuck's this dude? <laughs> he was a wicketkeeper for like three tests in the 70s or 80s or something. <laughs> Where the Where's fuck Where's Fleming? Where's Nath Bracken? Oh. No, I'm just thinking like Nath Bracken with that like long-ish or like that nearly bob cut. Yeah. Blonde yeah, hair. Nice mum cut. Headband. Mm. Coming in, bowling off and leg cutters with Gilly up to oh. the stumps. In that green kit, like that dark yeah. green kit, it's nah. just so safe for me. I've, I've 
Gonna change up here, mate. I'm gonna move all of our bowlers down. Yep. Okay. Number eight, Faulkner. Yes. Yeah, that's him. That's him. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> left arm. James Faulkner. James Faulkner. Yes. Left arm yes. bowl anything. Yeah. And bat the finisher. Oh, he is. Yeah. 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 So we've you got... throw Dan Christian's name in there for a fucking piss day. <laughs> just because we love. Just we love, we love DC. But, but. Uh, James Faulkner, I just it just came to me then. Mm, left I arm, like it. Left arm pure love. I like it. So we've got Gilly as our keeper. Warner Punter is literally in there, a bit like MS Stoney was in the IPL. Literally just in there to captain, just yep. for vibes and captaincy. But Punter at three, Maxwell four, Simon's five, Hussey at six, Watson at seven, Faulkner at eight, the finisher. And then Stark, Warren, and Binger to finish off. That's that's a pretty good team. That is a pretty very good, team. good team. I hope that. Uh, I hope. Yeah, let me know what you think of that patch or anyone, because um, I, I'm very happy with that. I'm very Who's happy with that actually. Uh, Binger. Who's that ten? Warren. Oh, Stark. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. As we're doing our we're doing our admin as we go. Yeah. Uh, and then final one yes. that we need to discuss, which we've got our own super dry one here. Uh, we do. At what age should you stop riding a skateboard? It wasn't actually meant to be that one, but <laughs> <laughs> I must have lost it. But, but you know when you should never, never you, you should never, ever, never, never, ever. No, I would actually stop. love to, but I've literally never been able to ride one. If you ride a skateboard, were you a ripstick man? I was a ripstick man. Yeah. I. Broken my arm twice falling off a ripstick going down the half pipe. Mm. I did it going down the half pipe. Mm. Dumb idea. Don't do that again. Guess who <laughs> did it six months later? Me. <laughs> hey, did it again. Broke my arm again. <laughs> oh, I remember walking over our skate park in Holbrook. is yeah. right behind the submarine cafe. In the submarine. Oh, the famous sub. And I walk over and I know that my arm is in like half. And I'm like just, I think I was like 11. I walked over and I'm just kind of like, you know when you get like going to shock? Yeah. I was in shock and I'm just like sitting under the tap, just like running water on me at the back of the submarine cafe, waiting for dad to come in and pick me up because I didn't have a phone, didn't have a way of calling anyone, didn't have the presence of mind to just walk, to just ask walk 30 meters in around the other side of the building to ask, hey, can you ring my dad so I can go to hospital? <laughs> Someone take me to hospital. Yeah. So I, my arm is like bent oh. sideways, and so um, yeah, not the smartest, smartest old parks I was back then. But you know, yeah, yeah, I was. I'd never had any balance, so <laughs> I was never. I've literally never ridden a skateboard or a ripstick properly. I just suck at it. Interesting. You might have to purchase a ripstick and just send you down the hill for <laughs> prospect. See you go. Um, and then and our final one, the one yeah. that was actually okay. meant to be, was our favourite war cry or anthem of all time. Ooh. I reckon nowhere from Tigerland. I reckon it's pretty hard to hard beat. Hard to hey. go past. It's pretty yeah. hard to beat. Hey, yeah. I I was going along the line of, <laughs> of Richmond. However, yeah. And it's you can't really call it. Yeah, I really really get around how horny Americans get listening to their uh, national anthem like their yeah. national anthem when people rip into it it's a good national anthem the Star Spangled Banner it's a good one to listen to 
You've brought that up like the last three podcasts. You've managed yeah, to talk I've, about how good their interviews froth. Mate, you're doing well. I froth when I, <laughs> when I hear that song. Like, it's like you know when it's like the NBA finals. Yeah. It's the game seven, and they'd like just get this absolute mm. rock star in to do it. That's awesome. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, good to talk to you in person, Park. It's finally good to have you back, Tom. Uh, yeah, we were a little bit delayed with our podcast mm. this week just I reckon, because and I've got a feeling that went for a long time too yeah let's have a look while we're sitting there we are sitting at around 25 minutes that's oh, not too bad. bad not too bad anyway if you've lasted this long thanks for listening uh, we're not hot hello sport long but we're we're, we're <laughs> well, getting yeah, long that, that was pretty jubilee <laughs> that, that was, was pretty jubilee, jubilee. but uh, if you enjoyed this episode make sure to give us a follow give us a share on all the social media platforms at the Holy Grail Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, everything. Uh, we will be doing, we will be delivering beers to those who won our competitions when we when we get them, if we get them. Otherwise, we're going to have to fork out a bit of coin. Um, and I'm sure that we'll do a couple other giveaways once yeah. we get our sponsorships up and running. Sounds good. It's good to see you, mate. Always a pleasure, never a chore, Parks. See ya.